He sings then. Both inappropriate. A mashup of Gary Puckett's Young Girl. Nope. Yes. That's true. I just hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and Don't Stand So Close to Me by the police. Yes. So I started skipping a lot of Will Schuster numbers and I thought that was unfair so I made myself watch this. Um, it was... Even I, as a teen watching this, I was like, what the it's fuck? Really I overuse the word crime a lot. Is this literally a crime? <laughs> Welcome back to Was Glee Good? This week, uh, was ballads good? Um, all right, so... Oh, wait, um, sorry, I'm Lily. Oh, I'm Robbie. <laughs> I'm Liz. I watched ballad or ballads, depending on which country you were in. It was called both things. Hmm. Um, so this week, the Glee Club members are split into pairs to sing ballads to one another. Rachel is paired with Will and develops a crush <laughs> on him. Sorry. Oh. Will struggles to let Rachel down gently, recalling that the last student he turned down almost died after eating the world's hottest pepper in her grief. Finn and Quinn's parents learn that Quinn is pregnant, and she moves in with Finn and his mother when her own parents throw her out. Puck reveals to Mercedes that he is the father of Quinn's baby. So, again, the first season, a lot happens every episode. Every single episode. Almost none of it gay. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit this episode. A little bit, but it's yeah, not fun. Gay. It's not enough. Yeah, it's or good. Frankly. Yeah. I am finding myself more and more, like, I'm glad we're getting through a lot of things, but I'm just angry that, like, this is not that what we have I to want. get so- through so many things. We have to get yeah. through so much of this. This episode, this episode doesn't was... even deal with Will and Emma. It doesn't deal with, like, Artie and Tina. Like, it's, like... So much still happens. Well, sure. We Why would we deal with the characters that we already have? We have to introduce a whole new character as a 10-minute storyline. A 10-minute storyline. Okay, so this episode starts with Will Schuster teaching the Glee Club. This is Lesson of the Week um, about the word ballad. Which he says is this the from... first... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, is this the first instance of him just writing a word on the whiteboard and underlining it emphatically so. and being I like, think so this earlier, is what we're doing now? He did put up the, like... Natural it's enemy. It's a direct competition. Yeah. Oh, right. But that was not, that was Bill more. Clinton and Newt Gingrich. Yeah. Right. Sure. A bear and a, a So he shark. like, he does like visual aids, but this might just be him the first time he does like a, because he doesn't okay. do that a lot. So he does, I, I just. He explains what a ballad is. I need it to be understood. He says that it's for Middle English. It's not. Oh, you look, and I did feel you look like, it up? Yeah, I quickly or Googled it. Know? It just took about one second. Great. <laughs> and it seems no one did it. It's like actually from an old French word for dancing song. Yeah. Oh. So Which is so, again, you could have just said that had anyone put an iota of work into this. But then that undercuts his whole point about being a story. Oh my god, yeah. Okay, Although so he's going to make that sound like a more realistic like, explanation. Like, you can't really dance to a ballad. No, you can't. But maybe he used to be able to in old French. Well, then I guess it developed into a French. short narrative poem suitable for singing or dancing. <laughs> Anyways. This is not important. <laughs> I just, I'm mad. This is what an entomology. Fine, entomology with Lozaretsky. Entomology. Entomology bugs. I did, I did the bugs. Right. All right, carry it's on. One letter. All right, um, okay, so first of all, he says the word ballad, and Brittany says it's a male duck. That's very funny. That's a Which, funny joke. Uh, apparently Ryan Murphy whispered to her from the side of the set. <laughs> so it was like a not in the script. Um, and then Will says that there's a rule now that they have to perform a ballad at every, like, at the show choir sectionals or whatever. Uh, so it's clearly just like a dumb plot contrivance, but sure. I could see that being a rule. Totally. There's like one that has to be, that can't be like glitzy. And yeah, you can't only do like Though it does numbers. tend to like be a song that one person sings. It's not really sure, like but clearly they show don't care about friendly. that. No, not at all. <laughs> um, 
Sure, well, we've learned previously that not everyone, not everyone has to perform every number. No, We're no. actually learning a lot about the rules of show choir. <laughs> Fake rules of fictional show choir. Uh, so they get paired up. Well, first of all, the way they get paired up is they're drawing names out of a hat. Yeah. And Brittany goes, I bet the duck's in there. <laughs> Just very <laughs> funny. They're like ramping up on the Brittany stuff. They really are. Which is, so which good. is good. I haven't even um, known that it's sweet that Puck and Rachel are friends now, but I don't remember what that was about. But it does seem like they, like that has actually been... He's not slushing her anymore, which is nice. Okay, yeah, cool. Sure. It was an amicable um, breakup. Um, Puck gets Mercedes. Artie gets Quinn. Finn gets Kurt. Everyone and makes titters. a nervous face. Yeah. And Kurt looks yeah. so pleased. Um, Tina gets, quote, other Asian. Yeah, that's fucked up. Um, Santana gets Brittany. Good. Uh, Rachel gets Mr. Shu. <laughs> Wait, I thought... Oh, yeah, because someone's out that week. The guy who's there Matt is mad. Is out, Matt is out with something some fake weird thing. They, uh, he doesn't okay. speak, to be clear, in no. the show. So. Three quick points about this. One, it's insane. I understand this is the entire episode's plot that Will agrees to sing a, a song with a student, though, as we've talked about before, Will like loves to sing his well, song yeah, also, club. This is ballads, not duets. Right. right. She could just sing something alone. Huh? Second of all, this is a cool assignment. Because he tells them, like, you should look at this other person and, like, project the song onto them. They are teenagers. They don't have the mental capacity to, like, do that and not yeah. Like, they have a lot of feelings. Right. But, like, not in that sort of concentrated... Third, why is it not okay for Kurt to sing on the girls' team when they did mashups, but it is okay for him to do a duet with Finn? Is he the only... Is that the only same-sex pair? Yeah, no, because they have Santana and Brittany. Santana and Brittany. Because they're pulling names out of a hat, so hypothetically it could be anything. But also, yeah, this is also a setup for, like, a gay kid to get uh, in a very uncomfortable situation. Totally. Sure. Yeah. Um, but fate chose. So, um, who is Mr. Shu to step in? Um, he So, Rachel wants to demonstrate what a ballad is by singing Endless Love with him, which Will doesn't, quote, think is an appropriate song. He's not wrong. But it's weird that this is where he's chosen to draw the line, re-appropriate. Arbitrarily. Anyway, yeah. so then we have to watch them sing Endless Love. They do voiceovers during it. So it's Rachel, Will, and then Kurt. They're all doing... Fan- they, they all vo- do voiceovers while they're singing this. Yeah, it's just we... that this is gross, which is true. True, she's true. correct. The she rest of it's exposition. Yes. It's horrible. Kurt's Her, in love with Finn. Yeah. Rachel's eyebrows I just have down look really good. Sure, just totally. like totally. <laughs> also, they use this throughout the seasons now. This little like everyone in the same room having their own thoughts. Which I don't over, like. Which I don't like, but this is the first time they do it. I think. Okay. Um, and then I just had down add no add no. It's the Rachel falls in love with Mr. Shoe. Yeah, when you, as soon as I realized this is what was happening, I was very upset because yeah. I knew what was coming. Extra mean because um, those two people kissed before this show started, right? Huh? They, huh? they oh yeah, yeah that's right. Matthew Morris went on like two dates or something. Oh uh, sure, because so they're actually they uh, like what four it's years gross. apart in age or something, right? Like something yes, fully normal in their adults. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then. Quinn is getting ready for the chastity ball. Yes. yes, so we meet Quinn's parents for the first time. Yes. For um, our surprise, super Christian, right wing. Wasps. Yeah, her yeah. dad is pay- played by Mitchum Huntsberger slash Hollis Doyle, yes. aka <laughs> the quintessential middle aged Republican. He loves Glenn Beck and can't wait to take his daughter to a chastity ball, which he is treating as though it is a wedding. Yes. Yeah. He like can't gross, see her in her dress before him. Like, it's, ni- it's, it's not as gross as it could be. So we both meet Quinn's parents, and also the point here is that she, like, doesn't fit into the stress they had made six weeks ago, because as we know, she's pregnant. And that both of her parents are functioning alcoholics. Both of her parents are functioning alcoholics, and also, that's not where a dress would get stuck. <laughs> where did it, like, it, like, the, like, like up her back, right, like, right. well, if you're it should have been, like, theoretically, if it was, like, a pregnancy-based misfit. Anyway. I just think that's where every no dress gets. That's where every dress on camera gets stuck, though. What's right there, like, <laughs> where you can see the perfect appropriate, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, yeah, Quinn's parents suck. At one point, her mom says to her dad, like, I don't want you to lift a finger for me because I'm your wife. Uh, oh, yeah, and you can hear disgusting. Ryan Murphy being like, this is what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> the streets. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so really know. discriminated against right now. <laughs> um, so Rachel has a present for Mr. Shu, which... <sighs> I love that she woos with gifts, Sam. <laughs> I also love to bring people things for no reason. Sure, like, my love language is also gifts. Yeah. I do have a question, though. Did she embroider this herself, or did she... I think she purchased it. Fine. I guess it wasn't too custom. It, it was... wasn't, like, that weird. She yeah. gives yeah, give them a little tie with gold stars on it and says, every time you wear it, you can think of me and the star you're helping me become. <laughs> Which I love. <laughs> I love Rachel. I'm sorry. Um, In this particular episode, we'll see what her characterization yeah. is next episode. Yes. Um... Right. Like, this is what we get, Mr. Chu. He goes to talk to Emma, right? Because yeah. yeah. he's like, oh no, a, a it's student. Again. It's happening again. A student is having a crush on me. Right. And then we flashback to Susie Pepper. But yeah. it's not really a flashback. It's like two years. It, when it started, I got the impression that it was supposed to be like a long time ago, which doesn't but, make sense. Yeah, but he's like, supposed to be like a super young teacher. So yeah. He, like literally could not be. But he's then like, later like she just shows up. Two years ago before, before you got yeah. here, he means Emma. Yeah. I think she could be like a senior now or something. Because yeah, she like, is still in the school, yeah, to be yeah, clear. We find her. out later. Anyways, it's her crazy. name is Susie Pepper, and all of her outfits are perfect, and I love her. Okay, but it's so, it's so boring. Like, it's I don't so know, boring. He talked about half the regular character story about oh. how Susie Pepper fell in love with him when he was teaching her how to conjugate the word amor, which, like. Okay, but I would like to point out in this episode. And also the migration patterns of alpacas. Yeah, he does not teach Spanish. Things, yes. He is speaking in English about the migratory patterns of alpacas. Which is Which crazy. Are through some Spanish speaking countries. Sure. So sure. we'll give it to him. But your students can't conjugate the word amor. Right. So maybe you need to go back to basics. Which is, if I remember correctly, a regular verb. Super. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not hard, huh? Um, a fun fact also here Matthew Morrison is two years older than Sarah Drew, who plays Susie Pepper. So I. Like I love this that everyone's 40 years old. Because she's good. She's so good. So I, I great. like that yeah. actress. And yeah. all she's the outfits. She was on Everwood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The most mm-hmm. important show of our time. True. <laughs> uh, all of her outfits are A, pepper themed, and B, include like a lot of denim, but like a denim dress okay, over one of the most a red t-shirt. They're like, so, I love all of them. They're perfect. They're perfect. <laughs> she does all the like uh, cliche falling in love with the teacher things, like bringing him gifts. And then and the less calling, cliche calling in the middle of the night and breathing heavily. But then we get Terry Schuster, I, who I national am hero. so happy to see. <laughs> Frankly, the fact that the season is kind of about Terry Schuster faking a pregnancy and we go episodes at a time without Terry Schuster is yeah, it's supposed to be one of the main nightmare. Yeah. Uh, but also, um, it's kind of she good. mentions offhand that she's on antidepressants, which really changes her whole character. Yeah, but not, like, well, not that they'll come. It was hold a on. joke. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's like, if I don't get enough sleep, my antidepressants won't work, and then I will kill you. Which, like, same. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it just really casts a new power over her faking a pregnancy. Sure, yeah, she's got like, some mental Oh, she issues. understands that she's actually mentally Yeah, healthy. she's not. Yeah. Okay, anyway, whatever. Anyways, not Susie Pepper. Point. Susie Pepper's boring. Susie don't Pepper used to be on love with Will Schuster. And, and then she, she tries to kill, to kill herself by eating the world's spiciest pepper. Which she just had in her locker. I in guess on the off jar. chance that he rejected her. Uh, just in case it was unclear, she was in a medically induced coma for three days, is what he says. <laughs> so we learn this because this is why Will can't just like tell Rachel that. Because like, what off. if she tries to kill herself? What if he she literally tries to is kill like, herself? these girls are so fragile. Yeah, it's like a cool line. Again, somewhere Ryan Murphy is like, I know. <laughs> girls, exactly. they have feelings. Um, so Emma, so Emma, counselor, sure, a wise professional. <laughs> Tells him that he's to sing his yes. Spelling. Oh my god! It's like as if that didn't get him into this problem in the first place. Yes. To be clear, we'll get when we we'll, when we get to that scene, we will um 
say how bad it is and why. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is when we switch over to Kurt and Finn doing their, like, ballad duet prep. Yeah. And it is perfect. Yeah. I, have to, um, yeah, I forgot this was this episode, which is... So they do, like, they have some awkward interaction. Kurt is doing a lot of, already, the, like, girls, huh? Who needs them? Yeah, he's trying to, like, subtly convince Finn that all his girl problems are because um, girls are bad as a gender. Which <laughs> is... Very real, first of all. <laughs> Hold that card. Second of all, uh, it's perfect. Um, Kurt is also wearing an absurd hat. It's the worst hat I've ever seen. What it's is his hat? It's like a bucket hat, but like with a brim. I don't know. It's a lot. <laughs> anyway, it's like a softer fedora. Yeah. Cool. Anyways, um, Finn can't like concentrate because he's distracted by his like unborn daughter and right. all the feelings he has about her. Fair. Sure. Sure, 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 uh, sure, so sure, then sure. Kurt tells him to sing a song. Yeah. He tells him to sing I'll Stand By You by The Pretenders yeah. because he knows he's heard it on the radio and it's in his range. <laughs> we just some Rachel Berry <laughs> like, I set it up for you, it'll be perfect. <laughs> and uh, then he puts a great it on idea, the piano. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Like, And it's, I just it's have good. down, it is more moving than a song sung to an ultrasound yes. has any right to be. So this oh, is like wonderful. a scene I remember. Yeah. Very. Because he's singing to an ultrasound. To a just to hold in that like, picture. So this is another one where it like sets it all up and then switches to a produced number, but it cuts to him like staring at the ultrasound yeah. on the screen and like reaching out to it. Like Yeah, and then we yeah. ended him in his room and his mom walks in and I cheered because yes, I love Finn's his mom. mom. She's perfect. <laughs> and like so like then she sort of asks him what up what's up yeah. and she asks if Quinn's pregnant and he like collapses and just like the sight of a real oh. adult comforting this overwhelmed oh, man boy. An emotionally healthy adult doing the correct having the correct response to like a grave situation and she right. also sort of for the first like, time in breaking history. down and crying but she's, she's hiding like, it because right. she's an adult and yeah. there's also the second where she walks in and she immediately like as an actual mother would yeah, realize what's going on and he knows it and they just look at each other in like a like there was an opportunity here to make it like a corny like he closes and it was like oh, I was thinking about someone else um, but they just, it's so lovely. And he doesn't, like, she doesn't, like, beat him up for it. She's like, it's gonna be okay, we're gonna figure it out. Like, it's... Sure, she's upset, but she's like, doesn't project it. Like, it's so yeah, lovely. Sure, she's they both mom. Yeah. yeah, right. She's an adult woman wearing a denim vest, but in a cool way. It's great. <laughs> I love her. What is her um, name? Romy Rosemont. The, the mom's name, though. Character. Carol. Carol Hudson. Carol Hudson. All right. Um, yeah, she's great. Um, also, Cory Monteith just saying nothing you confess could make me love you less is a lot. Like, just aside, like, <laughs> aside from this character, like, rest of it is Corey in his Monteith, range. He's just like, a dude he does sound yeah. wonderful singing this. It's nice. Um, um, then we get Kurt and Finn again. Because, okay, so, so Quinn is, like, yelling at um, Finn, and Kurt sort of sidles up yes. and is like, How do you explain her constant irritation? She's a girl. Quinn is mad that Finn has decided to go outside their circle of trust and tell another person about this pregnancy. Which, right. like, he's right to. It's his mom. Well, it's his mom and she yeah. caught him, right? Right. right. Um, so that's, like, a serious. And then Kurt's like, Lady Girls, problems, huh? <laughs> this episode has no idea. Uh, again, as always, Glee, no idea, no concept of, like, uh, seriousness and tone. <laughs> the whole Susie Pepper thing is like it's bananas. Bananas and clearly intended to be funny and like stupid. Yes. But then we're also we so Quinn. Yeah, we need to take this family problems. Right. That part seriously. Um, this is when we, so we finally get the like Kurt talking about how he fell in love with Finn. Oh yeah. He says, like, "I don't know why I find his stupidity charming." Which like I don't see, know either. No Kurt, one knows. Curse. <laughs> this is the curse of being right. in love with straight. Welcome. Men. <laughs> um, yeah. So the so two to one um, is Kurt still on the football team? What? Yeah, we do get a weird flashback to him like handing him some moisturizer it's in saying, the locker your key room. Zone is dangerously dry, which yeah. no one's T zone ever has been. It's a very oily part of the yeah. yeah. Um. So he like falls in love over moisturizer. 
or something, he thinks, like, Othin is a stupid hunk, which yeah. is true. true. Weird um, that we haven't gotten this in any previous episodes at all, but though. also, whatever, it's good. He also, um, there are a couple of shots of him looking angrily at Quinn's back while she's saying, <laughs> which uh, explains, every single time I watch the first six episodes of the show, I'm like, why aren't Kurt and Quinn friends? Yeah. That's why. It's very, it's a very good note. Right? Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. It's very funny. All right. More of this episode and more of this show should be about <laughs> teens doing plotting. Yes. Which it will be. Which it will be. Which it will be, yeah. This continues. So now we get Will. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Right, so Will's grand solution is to bring Emma along. Why are there no other teachers in this school? (laughs) To the choir room. Seat them in chairs (laughs) in the center. Two individual chairs. Unclear what. Will Schuster's singing to two women who are in love with him, both of which he knows about, by the way. Yes. Yes. He sings then. Both inappropriate. A mashup of Gary Puckett's Young Girl. Nope. Yes. That's true, I just hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and Don't Stand So Close to Me by the police. Yes. So I started skipping a lot of Will Schuster numbers, and I thought that was unfair, so I made myself watch this. Um, it was... Even I, as a teen watching this, I was like, what the it's fuck? Really I overuse bad. the word crime a lot. Is this literally a crime? <laughs> that he sings, he jumps Don't Stand on the so- piano yeah. and jumps off? And like- just, like, gyrating? Right, because during the course of this... Both of those people, the women, just fall more in love with him. Yes, Yes. clearly. The body language is very clear. Um, So at the end, uh, Will is like, do you understand? understand?" And Rachel is like, yes, that I'm very young and it's hard for you to stand next to me. And it's like, that's a fair interpretation. That's what he said to you. Right. Explicitly, he looked you in the eye saying romantically, don't stand so close to me, a song about uh, how hard it is to stand next to you. A little, like a young girl. An inappropriately young woman, yeah. It's, um... I also have trouble with this because it's a gross scene, but I do love both of these songs, so it's sure. very complicated. <laughs> also, it's still, it is nice to see Jayma Mays, frankly. Even sure. though she's doing it's one of she's around, dumb, yeah. right? Uh, I have never heard Young Girl original version. Oh, it's actually, it's, it's good. good. It's, it's catchy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you shouldn't listen to it now. <laughs> it, it, it's it. not, like, politically correct or okay. appropriate. Um, guys, what we have next is maybe my the, my favorite two minutes that Kurt and Finn have ever shared. Ooh, do go on. Which is, um, so Finn is looking for something to wear to this dinner that Quinn's parents have invited him to. Yes. Um, and Kurt comes along because they're duet partners and also you know, Kurt's like, yeah, I'll come. Yeah, I love to help. <laughs> I love helping for no reason at all. And so they're going through Finn's dad who died in, uh, I think, the first Iraq war, right? Yeah. Um, they're going through, like, a chest of his stuff looking for, oh, like, yeah, a blazer yeah, yeah, for him to wear and he finds it and he puts it on and he's like, it's weird, like, I feel really close to him, we're the same size and Kurt's like, I want, can I tell you something embarrassing? Like, I still saw my mom's clothes, like, whatever, whatever. And it's they just... very sweet. It's so... Yeah, but... It's, like, not a joke! It's not yeah. a joke somehow. Glee does a good job with the non There is then stuff. a funny joke, though, because, um, because Kurt is saying how, like, he's basically trying to get Finn to tell the Fabres. And um, he's like, your father didn't go into battle, like, empty-handed. And Finn is like, you think I should bring a gun? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's also a moment where Finn's, like, looking at himself, putting this jacket on, and Kurt stands behind him and, like, brushes his shoulders (laughs) off in a very, like, I could do this for 35 years (laughs) type of way. It feels very realistic and funny. Yes, it's very tender and sweet. Um, Parts of this episode are truly nightmarish from criminal, and parts of this episode are lovely. Yeah. Well, but then Kurt does think that Finn should sing to the Fabrice. He thinks that he it should sing an announcement. His voice, yes. Um, that is not This correct. is the second time someone has advised someone else to break news to someone via song in a completely inappropriate way. Right. And, First, and, Emma, and, and news that is not theirs to break. To break, right. Um, right. So he's, but then also Finn thinks it's a good idea for some reason. Yeah. Well, he's an idiot. He's a serious <laughs> Right. Finn, as we've discussed minutes ago, is a tall That's perhaps the most consistent <laughs> characterization on this show. He didn't know how to use a library until like three episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a fair. dummy. 
Um, so then we get this sort of like spooky boo 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 music, like the boo 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 boo. And then it turns out Rachel is at Mr. Shoe's home. Which she announces uh, by popping up and asking, or like holding a dish and saying, Hope you like venison. Yeah, casserole's ready. Hope you like venison. Very funny. <laughs> yes, but to be clear, camera... Rachel in this scenario has snuck into his home and made him a venison casserole. Terry's there supervising. Yeah. She's just like into it. Um, one, the camera work in the scene is so distracting, and now I have a headache. Um, <laughs> and. Terry explains it by being like, so many of these young girls have been in love with you, I should get something out of it, right. finally. So I let her come clean our home. Yes. <laughs> which is also perfect. God. And then Will's like, I'm going to drive her home, and she's like, can you have her, like, dust the blinds in the craft room first? Also, when he makes her ride in the back, he says, it's the law, children have to ride in the back. That's not true, I don't think. It's not true. It is funny. It's the only appropriate thing he says yeah. all episode. I mean, he really shouldn't get in the car alone with her. No, he should have Terry take her home. Like, what? Jesus he trust, Christ, he there's could a solution trust. here. Terry so, let her stay in that home and make dinner. Um, in the <laughs> car, Rachel tries to serenade him by singing Crush, which he turns off very quickly, and it's also... Yes, it is. It's no, the only fair. physical comedy in this episode that really works. <laughs> Um, so then we get Mercedes and Puck, who are also gonna rehearse for their ballad duet or whatever. There are a lot of problematic things that happen in this scene. Why doesn't Mercedes get to sing a duet about her feelings if everyone else... Finn gets to sing, like, four. I know. He's I'm already had two more. solos. Yeah, we, we don't get Brittany and Santana's ballad either. Kurt sure doesn't get to sing. They're not important characters yet. Mercedes, right. like, is expected to, like, the last song, spoiler alert, she, yeah. like, pulls it along, essentially. And she's elitish, yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, but, like, just let her have her a moment. Part. Yeah. Um, she's having a very funny conversation, sort of offhand, with Tina on her phone as she walks in, we learn. Basically, she's like, oh, you're right above me. And then, like, she says something about, like, when her hamster in, in science class died, she was distraught. I don't know. It's a good, Her hamster a good got pregnant. Oh, her hamster <laughs> got pregnant. She was very emotional. Right. Um, okay. So, Puck is all fucking moody. And then he tells Mercedes that Quinn's baby is his, which is not cool. Not that cool. is not his news. A lot to of not cool no- news happening here. And then she processes it really quickly. Like she kind of just hears it and she's like, "All right, sure. well, moving on. You got to be cool." Sure, she <laughs> other shit going on in her life. Good for her. And she's like, "Okay, cool. Your drama seems bad." Okay, but like, but I also, want you to picture you as a sixteen-year-old. Your friend yeah. is pregnant. You assume mm-hmm. it's her boyfriend's baby. Mm-hmm. You find out that it is in fact his best friend's baby. You're like, "Okay, well, the important thing now is that we all remain calm." I just love this idea that this has happened to her 10 or 12 times before. And she's, just like, <laughs> she's like, sure, 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 but how are you going to behave yeah, yeah, yeah. now? <laughs> like, are you going to be cool about it? She also like, does the like lovely at the end, she like arranges the little thing for them. Mercedes yeah. rules. She Mercedes is great, yeah. Mercedes, Terry, Kurt. <laughs> I would watch that show. Just three people scheming. Okay, it isn't saying that Kurt doesn't get a song this episode though, right? He, he's, right, he's having you, emotions. You're telling me you couldn't find one song about unrequited love? Well, Rachel has to sing all of them, I guess. <laughs> right, I would watch Rachel and Kurt do a duet of Crush. Mm. Yes. Like, intercut. Oh my god, that would be so good. And then Will Schuster doesn't sing at all. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> uh, so then I think we just cut straight to Finn, like... Oh, it's the dinner at the Fabre's. Yes, which is going as weirdly oh, yeah. as it was going to go. Sure. And then so Finn excuses himself to go to the bathroom and calls Kurt. Which um, he quickly hangs out because they'll think I, he's pooping. I have to go, they'll think I'm pooping. <laughs> Kurt's basically like, he's basically like, I'm not gonna do it, and Kurt's basically like, but what if you did it? Ha ha, ha ha, ha ha. And then he does um, these, like, doofy, like, um, karate chop moves in the mirror. It's very, like, Leslie Nope, do it, f- fierce power. It's good! So then he reveals to his girlfriend's parents that they are By having a baby. song. Yes. After she says, please don't. Loudly. Um, There's still uh, time for him to stop. Yeah. After it's incredibly clear this entire time that this won't go well for anyone. No. This will do nothing good. And, like, to be clear, she's gonna have to tell them sooner or later she is pregnant. Sure. But, like, 
she's pregnant, they're her parents, she said clearly, please don't tell them. Please don't. And you decided to sing a song about it. Yeah, no part of it's, like, good. But he's not, he's not. He says he, quote, needs to do this. So he sings, you're having my baby. I did skip this part. I didn't. Oh, I, I had to be. I don't it. like this song, and I found this scene awkward, and I, I didn't watch it. Because it's a deeply weird song to begin with. It's, like, a man singing to his pregnant partner about how, like, beautiful she is. The ultimate expression is. of love is that, like, Yeah, and then you're having literally my baby. Uh, the perverse slowly realize what's going on. They, like, cut him off, right? Yeah. They do. They and then die. the dad sort of, like, stands next to him, but Finn is, like, a head taller than him, so it's just Mitchum Huntsberger <laughs> standing um, So there's, like, heartbreaking scene where his parents, or her parents, upon realizing what's going on, kick both of them out of the house. Yeah. I just, I can't think of anything I hate more than a father's feelings about his daughter's pregnancy. 100%. No interest. Dads are bad. Um, and, like, so, again, it's it's insane that we don't get more Quinn this episode when it's about this happening to her. Yes. Right, it's insane she, she doesn't get to sing a song. She, once again, Diana Agron does more face acting in this fucking one minute yes. than anyone does like, in the rest this, like, of the, the episode. Like, B or C plot. Some cry acting. Right. She cries a little bit as her parents are kicking her out and turns, yeah. you know, she's like, yeah, at her dad, but her mom, she's actually like, whatever, isn't really doing anything about it. And she says to her, you knew, and I needed you. I needed my mom. Yeah, there's a bunch of weird notes where, like, Finn tries to get the mom to, like, stop this, and then Quinn is like, no, like, no, she can't do anything. Yeah. You're like, oh. Is, because like, right. it hints at this whole history about yeah. Quinn that we right. don't Quinn, know. like, understands her family's fucked up dynamics and, like, yeah. doesn't really want to be a part of it, but obviously, like, where is she supposed to, it's, oh, man, Diana should get this whole episode. It should be hers. Yes. We're gonna keep harping on we had to see, crazy. but we had to see fucking Susie Pepper, who we will see again after. So we find out Quinn's staying with Finn because they show up, and his mother, a real compassionate adult, is like, "Sweetie, you can stay here as long as you want to," which yes. is just just that one line in her reading of it destroys me. Perfect. Um. So then we switch to Rachel and Susie Pepper, which I don't care about. I don't care. I don't remember what happened. I don't remember the. It's just, just Susie like... Pepper in the bathroom being like finds some self respect, which fair. And she also says this thing, which is like not an untrue like thing about like it's untrue to the character of Rachel as we have seen her but not about many women I guess where she's like we like we like choose our objects of affections who can't reciprocate our affections oh, it's only so good. like perpetuating oh, the my idea God. that we're unlovable I felt called out by yeah, a like, C yeah. character on an episode of Glee it was like <laughs> which oh, was offensive to me <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 it's that like um, you choose an object of affection that can't love you back to like reaffirm your own belief that you're not lovable and I was like excuse me which is true about I had one me fear. Lily Weber but it's not true about Rachel right Rachel and actually, it didn't belong in this episode well equally so she's never gonna kill herself Rachel Perry loves Rachel Perry yeah. like it's a little true she said the whole Finn thing this whole time I I guess, true. yeah. But it's I mean, more true was... of, like, Kurt. You feel like in the episode, she should just be saying it She should be Kurt. looking at Kurt and being like, have you tried a gay man? Right. Like, <laughs> I feel like we just gotta chop up all these scenes and sort of rearrange yes, these things. Yes, we do. do. Produce an excellent episode. Ballad. Yes. Um, so anyways, somehow this snaps Rachel out of it. Like, literally five lines from Susie Pepper, and she's like, oh, I've been insane. She gives Will flowers with a little note that says, uh, sorry, sorry I've been acting, acting crazy. crazy, which I would like to hand to each and every person I know just <laughs> <laughs> for a few days. The music I just have down is also the Aaron Brockovich soundtrack or something. Very oh, close. yeah. Weird. Um, it's like, the music in this episode is super weird. It's, 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 um, they don't sing another song, Will and Rachel, thank God. She just apologizes. No. It's actually kind of a sweet moment. Like, yeah, he turns it maybe too far around and puts his arm back around her, which yeah. I feel like don't if you learn anything, don't touch your students. Don't, Don't touch your students. students. Yeah. Um, um, then we have Kurt and Finn again. Oh, okay. So I guess they're still, to... quote unquote, working on their ballad. Sure. Oh, yeah. God. So Kurt is going to sing, I honestly love you. No, well, yeah. yeah we, so, so Finn and Kurt are working on this. Finn's like, it didn't go that great. Kurt's like, I'm so sorry. And then Finn's like, okay, now that that's out of the way, can we sing like whatever ballad you chose for us? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm so glad I t- like, said the thing that meant a lot. To, like, it was, it was great to be honest. 
what's the song you have chosen? Kurt says, I honestly love you. Uh, then they leave. <laughs> well, yeah, things like, I don't know that song. Incomplete, huh? It, felt, it was weird. It also felt like, if it had been that, like, Finn immediately realized this was happening, and then they get pulled away by yeah. Mercedes to go do this, that's fine. But it's when they just, like, stare at each other for a second, and Finn looks like he's about to be like, sure. Like, he says something along the lines of, like, that sounds great, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Again, Finn Hudson, an idiot, has never heard that song, and apparently from the title does not know what Could it's about. Could not infer what it's about, <laughs> right. Anyway, so Mercedes comes to get them to be like, we've prepared a song for you. Yes. She also, we, so we cut to her dragging them into the choir room, and she says to Finn, open your eyes, I didn't tell you to close your eyes. <laughs> 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 um, so they sing Lean on Me, which is not a ballad, but nevertheless, I do cry. Sure, it's, it's nice. Good. We do get another weird moment. No, I thought where... so soon after Keep Holding On, I was kind of like, we don't have to do this again. They're I like it. This. Yeah. They're um, teens and they're figuring it out. You get some character moments of like people looking at each other. Yeah, the group yeah. singing is always good. You the Kurt like, to Finn look was yeah. good. The Puck to Quinn look was good. Yeah. It's inconsistent we, that we don't get any gross Rachel Finn looks, but I do appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, wait, where did that go? Non-important. So, like, to hell, where it belongs. I guess, you know. Not important happening. this episode. Um, yeah. That's it. That's it. That's the end of this episode. Uh, we a lot the... happened, but a lot of it was boring. So. Yeah, we got through that really quickly because I, I, I don't think any of us cared about it. It was fine. Um, this was the episode that Diana Agron submitted for Emmy, the Emmy nominations, and she did not even make the cut, which is oh. weird because oh. she did some good face acting and also actual acting. Yeah, this yeah. makes sense as the episode descended. I thought she should like, win an Emmy, but she should at least have made the nomination cut. Yeah, to... that's probably true. Also, I think, did Klee win, like, a lot of Emmys? I feel like it wasn't, like, respected no in that way. <laughs> I don't remember. I think they did well, win, like, so I think cause because Emmy, series ones. Because Emmy splits it up into drama and comedy. Yeah, they won a couple yeah. times. They we can win comedy. Because, like, the comedies that aren't, like, straight-up jokes comedies win more often, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Comedy. I guess we didn't have a lot of prestige comedy at the time. But it was not a thing. And this is, like, hour-long. Um, and also remember, this show was, like, the most popular show in America. I just, I was, um, looking up, like, whatever context for this episode, and, um, so we had two episodes, or maybe three, that were right after the Super Bowl. They got, like, post-Super Bowl slot. And the first time it happened for them is season two. Interesting. Like, they're immediately given the post-Super Bowl slot. Because it's like, again, it was the like most, a big deal. Yeah, yeah it's a big show with. in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is a weird thing to think about now. Wanna, if you've ever mentioned yeah. your Glee podcast oh, so yeah, amongst, like, amongst mixed company. <laughs> I want to figure out when they started making the show with that knowledge. Right, because like you have to produce it all ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Right, like these. Have, I guess probably it's after the mid-season break in season one. Right, when they like, get long. it back half. Yeah, because yeah. like all these are being made when they're still not sure if it's gonna be. Huge. Which is why I think you get these like cool human moments that don't feel like after school specials. They feel like genuinely two people looking at each other. Because they're like, no one's yeah. watching. No one's watching this show. We'd have two men talk about how yeah. like they're sad that their parents are dead. Like that doesn't have to mean anything. You and it's see. not like so strictly tuned to like we need a giant thing to sell on iTunes every week. Yes. Yeah. Wait, this episode. So we should run through the oh, songs wait. really oh, quickly. Three words or less. Was Lee good this week? No. Um, it was confusing. Minus Susie Pepper. <laughs> Um, okay, so Endless Love? Mm. I didn't actually hate it. No, I don't don't hate it, but I'm not gonna seek it out. Yeah. I'll Stand By You? Actually, yes, I I think I'll have to listen listen to it. I probably, I probably, but I I feel like I would have to watch the clip. I'm embarrassed about what I'm going to say next, but uh, Don't Stand So Close to Me slash Young Girl. Yes, again, I liked both these songs. I didn't hate Will Schuster when I was younger. Definitely, same. Loved it. Thought it was a great mashup. Yeah. Um... (laughs) No. Crush, I think they actually produced the full version of, and it is cute. Probably. I I didn't. Who I originally remember. sang that song? Uh, Jennifer Page, uh, according to the Wikipedia page. All right. Um, no. You're having my baby. No. 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 Not horrible. even when it was originally on. I've never heard this version of that song. <laughs> it's not good. Um, Lean on me. 
Probably. Like yesterday. It's so boring. I always I think of Lena as like a song you sing in camp with your friends. Just like I don't need to see a full arrangement of it. Agree, disagree. I thought it was good. That's fair. I liked this episode and I liked that song. This episode, there a lot happened. I just <laughs> things okay. sure did happen on TV. Well, the gay stuff should have been more of it. I sure take it, that line always forever. The, yeah, always the or the like note. fun schemey stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, again, the Susie Pepper plot didn't need to happen. No. And what if we dedicated all of her emotional beats to Quinn Bobray? Yeah, I think I'm just tired of watching Will and Finn yes. poorly deal with things that, like, I don't care about to begin with. Right. right. Last episode was so fun because it was all the other characters. Yes. Wheels, because it was like, yeah. oh, what Artie, are Artie yeah. and Tina? Santana, Brittany. Yeah, what are they up to? Why don't we, like, get that again? Sue's sister, yeah. Why do we need Susie Pepper when you could just have, like, Santana and Brittany practicing? I wonder what the next episode is. I'm excited to find out. I don't know. I'm not going to spoil it. We're getting closer and closer to To my personal favorite. sectionals, yes. Yes. (laughs) The most important member of the show. Everyone, please just stick with us until the most important. Please. So much is happening. I do hope next episode we get more Terry Schuster. It's we're time, gonna have you know? to. We're building like, up close, to the right. denouement of that plot. Yeah. So. And then she just fucking fucks off the face of the earth. Oh, I know. She'll, she'll have she's the occasional... Like weirdly later, yeah, as a divorcee. And then doesn't, like, Puck start working at Sheets and Things? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. He sings Loser by Beck. Oh, oh God, I can't wait. So <laughs> the, like, moments that filter in from the future God bless the show. this awful show. <laughs> okay, real question. Is Susie Pepper the worst character we have this week? Or is it Mitchum Huntsberger, Quinn's dad? I like Susie Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I would like her if it was a, a different... Like, if she wasn't interrupting the show that I was watching, if she was her That's own fair. character on a different show, who's just, like, this, like, weird young girl finding self-actualization. Cool. Yeah, I liked her when she um, slapped us all in the face with uh, how not to find love in your life. Um, <laughs> I did feel like when she tried to kill sure, herself... Who needs therapy when I have big characters on Glee? <laughs> therapy when I have a Xanax prescription and Susie Pepper. Um, all I, of us, we all need therapy. Yeah, yeah. Please find a therapist. <laughs> um, yeah, I could do without the, like, long diatribe about how she loves Will Schuster. Yeah, also, like, I got the idea. Like, they show her doing a number yeah. of crazy things. I get yeah. that she is doing crazy things. I I can extrapolate. It didn't need her to both give him a pair of socks with peppers on it and then eat a hot pepper. Like, I get it. <laughs> cool, because her last name is Pepper. And cool. she's really going with that. Yeah, Brad Peltrick did a quite a creative job, huh? Is that who wrote this episode? It is, which is weird. It's got the gay stuff in it, though. I guess. Yeah, right. So Brad Peltrick just read all the, like, tender gay scenes. So that was cool. And there are some very nice tender gay scenes in this. The Susie Pepper stuff feels very Ryan Murphy, which, I mean, they are all three people involved in the show, right? (laughs) He didn't just, like, step out of the room for a week. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. Oh, wait. Some updates. Will Schuster did not teach any Spanish. No Spanish. Spanish adjacent topics. Topics. I'll pass Emma Pillsbury did some counseling to an adult and it was bad. <laughs> yeah. She inappropriately counseled a non-student. We still have not met any other teachers at this school except for the coaches, Sue, coach, and, and Ken, yeah. coach. <laughs> yeah, uh, and the, the the other the guy in Acafella is the woodshop teacher for one episode. Henri. It just is an interesting choice to make <laughs> like French. Henri. I don't know. Why, yeah. why is any of this? Why? <laughs> why? Why? Because it means that we're like, so be, like you know, I know this was the point because like Matthew Morrison was a star and they wanted Will to be their main character but to have to tell all these stories through the point of view of this one yes. teacher is so fucking boring to me. I just so realized boring. why didn't Emma talk to, to Rachel? Like hey pal seems I, like you're Why didn't Emma that? talk to a pregnant student? Why didn't Emma talk to a pregnant student's boyfriend who thinks he's her dad? Or his best child? friend who's glowering at them right. in the corners and clearly has something going on. 
She's a bad counselor. She's a bad counselor. She's only been doing it for two years, we're led to mm-hmm. believe, so. Sure. You don't need And the whole time you. she's been in love with her so. coworker, so I don't know that she's getting a lot of work done. God, every sh- every character on the show is depressing. Yeah. It's, I mean, we've talked about, about this before, that Sue is the only successful adult on the show. And now Finn's mom. And now Carol, whom I love. <laughs> and Bert, who we have since met, I think. Yes. yes. I would qualify Bert as pretty. I'm actually very excited that they do get married. married. That's a good call. It's such a good one. Yeah. yeah. I think I was a little bored by the mom character when I was younger watching the show. Didn't know. she was an adult. She was, was an like, adult. And I'm a teen. Yeah. Right. So. She, like, was always... So, it does feel weird that two scenes in this episode, she's doing laundry. Which, uh, I don't know. I guess maybe if I have an 18-year-old son, 15-year-old son, who's who seven feet tall and plays football, yeah. I'd also be doing laundry all the time. But, like, she has to have other interests, right? <laughs> that's just like the long guy that abandoned her that one time and laundry long guy and laundry, laundry right interests. I love her jean, jean jackets vests whatever she looks so good in that denim vest <laughs> okay so this week we have our first ever fan mail physical fan mail we have some we've gotten some lovely emails including from um Susie who uh, graduated in high school this week. God bless her. Um, but this is our first mail that was sent to us. Physically. physically. I can't believe this in happened. The post. This is, to be clear, the first mail anyone has ever sent me physically. Sure, it's not a bill or a sure. credit card offer. Oh, man, I'm trying to just give you the card without spoiling the rest of it. There's um, multiple there's parts? There's so many pieces. Well, there's a card and then there's a physical piece to it. Olivia, whoever you are, I love you. This is my friend Olivia. He sent us a lovely card. It says, three friends, one bottle. <laughs> Hours of conversation about <laughs> 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 Um, I don't need to read the whole thing, but it's very sweet. She says, hello, was Gleekman team. Oh my god, we're she a team. She loves listening to our podcast. It's nice to hear their this cover is... people talking about Glee. Oh my god. So, she says, all the best of luck. I'll be tuning in every week. So thanks, Olivia. You're a good friend. God bless wow, you. Who I did go to college with. <laughs> we will be posting the She's... visuals to one of our many social media accounts. Do not worry. I guess probably I will do it before the episode comes out, so you won't be worried. Don't be worried. <laughs> I would just like to point out that her handwriting makes it such that it looks like she wrote, I love listening to your podcast, gays. <laughs> she also loves that. It's guys. She's a good friend. All right, are you ready? <gasps> our very first episode. Oh my god. Oh my, oh my, oh my god. <laughs> no, I am going to frame it in my home, but you're welcome to come over and get it whenever you want. Oh my god. Um, anyway, Olivia, it's perfect. Olivia, you're the per- my favorite person is in the her, world. Is this hand-painted? Yes. This? Hand-painted. Oh my god. Yeah. It's perfect. Love we should have described what it is, to be clear. Okay, great. <laughs> do you want to do the honors? Visual. So it's sort of a beautiful, warm tone circles background, and then over it is painted the words, all teens should be celibate. Was we good? Like, it's attributing perfect. to us. <laughs> it's honestly perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, if you also want to send us mail... Um, shoot us an email and I'll give you the address. I'm not going to just release it to everyone, but... <laughs> right. If we get really you... popular, we'll have a P.O. box, but... Yeah. Check us out in two Email us, let's go to gmail.com. <laughs> I'll let you know. Alright. I have a little Instagram quiz for everyone. Um, I'm going to read you the caption. And first you're going to have to guess whose Instagram it is. It Ooh, is a former... It is a Glee, Glee uh, cast member. Okay. And then you have to tell me what's in the picture. <laughs> well, the caption is... Happy birthday, Chris. Been a pleasure watching you grow up. Ew. Ryan Murphy. No. <laughs> Matthew Morrison. No. I actually know the answer here because I did earnestly see it, so I won't guess. Diana Agra. No. Maya Rivera. I don't know. further away. Uh... Two more. Mark Salling? No. Wait, why would I guess that? 
Exactly. Good question. He's busy. <laughs> in prison where he belongs. Um, Think weirder. Think more confusing. Jamie Mays. No. It's Chris Colfer. Who grammed his own birthday. Mm-hmm. But what? how did he do... So the caption is, happy birthday, Chris, been a pleasure watching you grow up, which a, an already insane. It, it's a childhood photo. And? I wish. It's a, it's a childhood photo next to a photo of himself now? Next yes. to is a very generic way of saying he photoshopped a picture of himself, so it looked like he was had his armor on the shoulder of his younger self. Why? <laughs> I mean, to be clear, for sure he did not do that, right? Like, that's a fan manip. Oh, yeah, that... Yeah, but it's upsetting. It's crazy. I think it's nice that he has not aged at all. Can you imagine if I did that? (laughs) Right. Also, he doesn't look that different, frankly. No, he does Sorry. That only works if, like, you've aged a great deal or something drastic has happened. I like when trans people do it. I think it's, like, a cool way of being, like, look what's changed about my life. I'm so proud of myself. Sure. That's cool. This is, like... This is insane. Don't... You have a different haircut. Side by side. It just looks like you have a twin brother who you're standing next to. I'm very confused. Just do a side-by-side photo. Please don't post the insane fan manipulation. (laughs) It's crazy. Of you. It makes me comfortable when, um, like, people like from shows like engage with fan material yeah which I guess is just let me have my weird internet shit like on freaking like live journal like it was all a secret and now they're like that thing they do where they like read fan fiction on like talk shows leave me to my fan fiction thank you it's just for me it's It's not for sure your name is in it but like but you don't understand the culture. It's not for you. <laughs> uh, okay, so this week, to be fair, uh, I'm not reading like Chris Colfer like fan fiction. No, yeah. thanks. I'm good. Well, well. RPL. Real, yeah, RPL. Yes, that's yes. Real people fic. Um, this week in Glee news, and I do mean news. Um, Darren <laughs> Chris tweeted a uh, or grammed a nearly naked selfie. Okay. And the internet lost their fucking mind. <laughs> yeah, that really was not news. Got reaction. I was thinking right. of it. Two got reactions. One, there's a whole BuzzFeed post about, like, people are shocked that Darren Chris is so hot. Um, Hold, please. Oh, my God. He looks... Okay. He has the most insane, like, pelvic area where it looks like he's a doll. Totally. Like, it looks like his legs are slotted into a pelvis. you know, whatever, like, whatever trainer you have, you ask for that. You're like, hello, how do I get this? I mean, I'm not not into an Adonis belt. I've seen it before. But, like, that's fine. It looks fake. It, Adonis it looks, belt. That's what the, is that it's called? called. I've never heard that term in my life, but yeah. I believe you. It does look like a Ken doll. Um, it looks insane, and then he like doesn't have pecs. Like it's like a weird. <laughs> sure, there were also a shocking number. Darren Chris was. He's also doing a uh, terrible. He's doing a terrible duck uh, face. A terrible face. The, and also, the towel um, hanging in front of it is weird. I sure he's trying to like cover his penis. Whatever. I hate it. I hate it. You know that needs to calm down. Uh, yeah. So a lot of the, the reaction then was tweets about how proud everyone was of him because apparently, and when he started filming Glee. Um, he was very self-conscious about his body. Sure, we're all alive. Sure, he's not my son. I don't need to be proud of him for like a nude picture. Okay, right. well, if he <laughs> was, <laughs> I would. Right, I also wouldn't be proud. There's actually if he no was your son, in which I'm proud of him. For taking a mostly naked selfie and putting them on Instagram. You know who does do that, and I'm proud of them. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> End of list. Anyway, so yeah, this is what we had to talk about this week. Wait, I have something. No, I mean in Glee news. Oh, this is what we discussed <laughs> in the Glee universe. Internet. You know, in part in the Glee community, this right. is what we were doing. <laughs> Which this you're now part of. Yeah, by virtue of your profession. Um, so this isn't a quiz so much as a general wondering. But do you think that the Naya Rivera and Spade thing is like, and David Spade thing is publicity or fake or is it real? Is there any? Have there been any updates on that since it happened? I don't think so. Yeah, it's fake. Okay. Fake. All right. That's my professional opinion. Yeah, the most recent one is April first. 
Isn't she married? Yeah, it was April Fool's Day, right? They got divorced. Or like they were engaged, what? but they didn't get married. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. There was something Wasn't she crazy. engaged to Big Sean? And then, okay, that, and then no, he no, married no. Ariana Grande. She, she was something? engaged to Big Sean, who then cheated on her with Ariana Grande. And then she, um, I thought she like, spite married someone else on their wedding date. Oh, I thought, I I heard that too. Yeah. Or she like, used uh, well, the same wedding and just married a different dude. I guess they're divorced now. I thought they were saying maybe it didn't last very long. Yeah, well, I, I guess now why. she's dating David Spade for that one day where this she, was news. Did we talk about... How she's a guest on RuPaul's Drag Race, promoting her book. Yes. Her book seems to be about nothing, to be clear. It's like I that. have downloaded it. I'm going to read it. I'll let you know. I'll report back. What's it called? It's called something incredibly generic. It's what it's, it's like, called, like not sorry or yeah, something. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, it's not called sorry. sorry not Holy sorry. shit! David Spade is 52. All right, carry on. I'm done. I mean, that's really all we have to say about it is that it happened and we're all upset. Yeah. <laughs> Feels like she can do better. Alright, so uh, follow us on Instagram, was Glee Good. Follow, follow us. us on Twitter, also what? was Glee Good. We yep. don't consistently cross post because that's monstrous, so you're getting different content in each location. Very important. Shoot us an email, wasgleegood at gmail.com. Or give us a call and let us know what you think, what you hate, whether or not you can make it through a Will Schuster number. Mm-hmm. Um, our number is 330-366-6130. Thanks, team. That's it. Don't watch Glee. Do not watch Glee. Bye. <laughs>